everyone. Welcome back to Retweet. It's Lydia. And Dina. And thank you guys so much for all the good feedback that we got last week. Um, we had some really good reviews, so we wanted to shout you guys out. Mm-hmm. So it was April, Jody, and Melissa. So thank you guys so much for leaving iTunes reviews because we have been begging people. Like, literally begging. I'm on, on our my knees. knees. I'm on my knees. So <laughs> please. And also, we have some people that listen every week, and they don't even follow us on SoundCloud. It's like, please. Just, just click please. the follow. Because then you don't us. have to type it out, you know, read mm-hmm. podcast. And especially if you subscribe on um, Apple Podcasts, you get notified when we post, which is, like, amazing. Mm-hmm. So do that. But, yeah, thank you guys to those who did leave reviews. Um, We're still looking for questions always. on our Tumblr. So the link is in our SoundCloud. Um, if you look at our bio, underneath there's going to be a little T. So you can ask us anything on that anonymously. Anonymously. You, you don't, don't even, even you don't have to DM us. Yeah. You don't even need to know who you are. You can be like, guys, I want you guys to talk about blank, even if it's embarrassing, and we'll do it. So yeah, yeah. Well, at least answer. And then also our YouTube. Thank you guys so much for all the good feedback on that as well. We are so excited to be starting, and I think that it's really cute to have, like see us, see the guest, see the guest, see the way the studio's set up. You know, so make yes. sure you guys are subscribed to that. Yeah. Um. So today's topic is parenting and just like the idea around parenting what we're gonna do that's different from our parents what we're going to maybe do the same and just things like that and our guest is um introduce yourself actually i'm galila so yeah (laughs) this is galila me and lydia both know have known galila for like well i've known her for a long time i feel like i've known you for a pretty long time Galila. Yeah. yeah Enough to be like, sh- yeah, enough to be like, this is kind of crazy that you're a parent. Like, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, Galila is a mommy. I am. You can talk about, like, yeah, you being a mommy and introduce okay. yourself a little bit more. Okay. So, so like my whole journey? Yeah. 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 Tell us your journey. Yeah. So, like, do you guys have any questions or do you just want me to start We have reading? questions, <laughs> but just like uh, little footnotes, like, so the viewers can kind of get to know you. Yeah. Okay. So. <laughs> You can start with your baby's name. Okay. What's your yeah. baby's name? <laughs> yeah. Her name is Aida. And I oh chose it because there's cute. an Ethiopian, um, there's a, there's a, I'm a music major. So there's, there's a opera about um, an Ethiopian princess named Aida. Oh. And I was like, this is perfect. This is perfect. So her name is Aida mm-hmm. <laughs> because of that. Um, oh, so so that was like, you're my little princess. And it also means gift because I think she's my absolute best gift in the world so yeah i think that's how parents need to think about their children yeah because to be honest like this is okay this is one of the things that i've been thinking about a lot with this podcast it's like not everyone is meant to be a parent Mm -hmm. and not everyone should be a parent and i think it's just Mm -hmm. really messed up how like the societal norm is to grow up to get a good like go to school get a good job and then have a family and Mm -hmm. it's like not everyone should be a parent. Not everyone should have children because being a parent is really hard. Like, it's not yeah. something that's easy. And so, like, I just think it's, like, messed up to have this pressure that you need to have kids to have, like, a full and successful life mm-hmm. when, in reality, not everyone is equipped with the tools to be a good parent. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't think you should, like, you also feel bad when you say, like, as a woman, if you say, like, I don't want to have kids, it's kind of, like, something that's look down upon yeah. when yeah. it shouldn't be like if, you if you're a woman specifically if you're a woman yeah. yeah like if you're a man with no kids nobody says nothing no one yeah, says anything even, like, even people praise you yeah when you're like uh, have you seen that yeah like, focus like, on your dad? business yeah. yeah no like with single dads like i feel like people praise them and be like oh he's so like brave for like raising these kids alone and it's like yes he like took that, responsibility for his actions period yeah like, and like it's admirable and i know yeah. that single parenthood is difficult but it's like no one really says that about the moms yeah like like someone's like she's frowned upon for being a single mom like, yeah how dare you not have a man by or it's side. like sad yeah. it's kind of just like sad or yeah. something that you're like oh yeah but miss kim yeah gotcha dead ass <laughs> anyways i literally ranted for like 20 minutes but yeah not <laughs> everyone should be a parent that's what yeah. i'm saying i think the language around like um yeah like mothers and fathers are definitely really different mm-hmm. like even with a single parent for like moms it's seen as like oh my goodness like this is such a burden on your life mm-hmm. and i mean to a certain extent maybe for some women it was a burden on life because it was like it wasn't planned and they don't yeah. have the resources etc mm-hmm. um but regardless of it being a burden you have to uphold 
that status as a mom and you have to maintain like good womanhood by being mm-hmm. a good mom yeah. mm-hmm. whereas like with men a lot of times the onus of like being a good father isn't really a standard rather than it's something that people praise yeah. i like, think it, yeah it's an exception it's not the rule yes exactly mm-hmm. wow. so yeah that's true that's true Oh, that's true. Have you feel like, like, do you feel like that's, like, your experience? Like, people, I think, I mean, from what I've seen so far, but you've kept your motherhood, like, pretty secret. But from what I've seen. low-key. Low-key, but from what I've seen, what I've heard, I'm like, this is really admirable. Like, you really did the damn deed. (laughs) I know, and especially considering, like, me and Galila are the same age. Yeah. I'm just like, bro. (laughs) I could never. Like, I can't even, I, I even forget to, I forgot what I ate for dinner yesterday. Like, I can't imagine having a child. Like, I would, my child's life would be in shambles, okay? Like, yeah. I, I just can't. So, yeah, very admirable. Um, how do you feel like, like, what was your reaction to finding out you were pregnant? Oh, my God. Okay. So, I originally went to the doctor because I have a problem with fainting. I have something called vasovagal or whatever. So, like, Vitale- it, I was going to say She almost said vitiligo. No, I didn't mean vitiligo. <laughs> it's called, oh, my God. It's called vertigo. I'm so it, glad she said that in the mic. I'm so glad. <laughs> I meant to, I didn't mean <laughs> Lydia, can you, oh, sorry. Move a little closer, yeah. Um, Lydia, can you, like, on YouTube, zoom into my face and, and put that, like, meme thing that's like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, guys, subscribe to the YouTube. Um, to the- <laughs> Lydia yeah, edits, she got this like, can get edited. <laughs> I was just like, oh my god, she just like went in there. No, she yeah. only said for the Lego, but anyway. <laughs> um, sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I have vasovagal, which basically means that like anything can really trigger fainting for me. And I've never actually gotten unconscious, but I've like crashed so many times. Fainting is different for everyone. It's not like what you see on TV necessarily. Oh my god, I it fainted can once. Be. I'm so scary. Yeah, it it can be like that, but mm-hmm. it's not always like that. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, I went there because I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, check me out. Is there something in my system that's wrong? And I skipped my period. So could you just add that in there? And I was so sure I wasn't pregnant. I was so sure, but like, I just wanted to be like, hundred ten percent sure. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it was reading week twenty seventeen, mm-hmm. like in October, the first. The first fall reading week here. Yeah. And so um, I was going to go to Toronto that day. I was getting ready. I was going to go with my dad, see my aunt, have a great day, whatever. And they call me in the morning and they're like, yeah, so we didn't want to give you any surprises, but you are five to six weeks pregnant. And I was like, (gasps) like, I literally like everyone was sleeping in my house. It was really early. And I just like I gave myself five minutes to internally like freak out. Because, like, I didn't know what I was going to do. I was like this, oh, my God. Like, yeah. Oh, my God. Oh my God. It was basically just, like, a repeat of, oh, my God, mm-hmm. for five minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, what am I going to do? And then I just hugged my belly, and I was like, okay, here we go. <laughs> like, that's it. So, like, for the rest of the day, I acted like like everything was normal. Mm-hmm. Where I was, like, in my mind, like, I knew I was pregnant. I'm holding something in me. And I was, like, freaking out. Like, yeah, so nobody knew. I told Gideon the next day because I needed the day to, like, focus on myself and just, like, mm-hmm. get my head in the right place. And I didn't tell my parents for four months. <gasps> <gasps> what? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I was oh, so scared. That is, that, no, guys. That is go on the show, Christian. Go <laughs> bullshit. Guys, you need to go. Go, please, please go on the YouTube so you can see our reaction. No. I'm sorry. I'm shaking it. I'm shaking it. I'm shaking it. <laughs> shaking it. No, four months. Four no, months. Did you only do that then because you, I'm like assuming you started showing? I No, I wasn't. I wasn't oh, showing. Yeah, no, I, I never noticed. Nobody I saw knew. Galila. Okay, Nobody first of all, knew. I saw Galila. I don't know if you remember this. <laughs> you mean it downstairs at the, yes. at the grocery store? Yes. Okay, guys, let me tell you about how I found out about Galila being pregnant. <laughs> so, I've known Galila for a really long time. <laughs> and... Um, yeah, so I guess, like, one day I saw you downstairs at the UCC. Mm-hmm. I never really bump into Galila at school because you're main campus. Yeah. Like, we don't we don't have a lot of, like, similar uh, buildings and yeah. like, classes. And then I bump into her. Like, it's like I saw you. I was like, hey. And then you, like, disappeared. And I was like, okay, she's she's busy, whatever. Yeah. Um, like, months flew, like, flow by. And I'm in the library at King's, and one of our friends, she's like, oh, yeah, like, Galila, like, gave birth. 
was like Galila who like I'm assuming this is someone that like a Galila yeah. from Toronto. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> so there's so many Galilas by community. This one. I was like, yeah, like I don't know her. She's like, you don't know Galila? I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> She's like, Galila had a baby. I didn't even know Galila was pregnant. I just all I knew she had a baby. <laughs> yeah. And it's so funny because I remember even one of our friends also posted a photo of you at your uh, baby shower or yeah. sorry. Like gender reveal party maybe. No, no I, think baby, I didn't have a baby shower. Yeah, shower. Yeah. I fully double tapped the photo. I didn't even check the tag, <laughs> <laughs> and it was fully you. But I just like didn't know it was yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. So, anyways, <laughs> so crazy. You pulled a Kylie Jenner. One hundred percent. One hundred and ten percent. It was crazy. <laughs> so, what made you decide to like keep it a secret? Um, like I was at school. You know, yeah, and I was already in a love shop. Yeah, and, um, I grew up in you know, so like just all of that together just made me want to like at least keep it to myself. And like, I know like a lot of judgment mm-hmm. would be there, you know. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm in school. Let me focus on this. You know, let me get this out of the way mm-hmm. before I start stressing about everything and like yeah. basically have a mental meltdown. Yeah, yeah. I'm um, just for sorry, so. just for context for everyone that's listening. So we're all part of the Habasha community, which is like Eritrean Ethiopian, mm-hmm. um, which is Eritrean. like yeah. So we're we're of African <laughs> descent. We all have immigrant parents. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're put, all first gen. And to put that <laughs> on, yeah, and on top of that, um, both Lydia and Galila grew up in. Pentecostal. Church was like Pentecostal. A Pentecostal church. So obviously Super a very religious, religious very like, I would say conservative. Yeah, yeah. I would say conservative. Conservative yeah. religious um, like group. So I feel like that obviously exacerbates the, the idea of like getting judged. Yeah. Especially because like, like how old were you? Like you. Oh were, yeah, we never like mentioned you were 20. How I was twenty. Yeah. So yeah. like that's still I can't like that's me. not like <laughs> super young, but it's still fairly young. It's still fairly young. Yeah. yeah. I feel like your twenties is like the new teens. Yeah. It like is. I feel it like is, you 100%. literally don't know what you're doing. Yeah. yeah. No one knows what they're no, doing. No one knows what they're doing. But it's like yeah. in reality, our parents probably like like back home and stuff like we would have like five kids by now yeah so. whenever people are like oh you're a baby having a baby i'm like so is your grandma then because yeah you know <laughs> your mom had you when she was 15 yeah. so like, so, like yeah. at this point i was like mm-hmm. but it's also like getting ahead of it you know like when people are like like i i remember i was at the mall one time after i had baby and um yeah like i ran into someone that i haven't seen in so long like one of my parents friends right and he's like oh is that your baby and I'm like, yeah, it is. And he's, like, acting like it's such a bad thing. But, like, I'm happy being a mom, you know? Like, yeah. I'm happy and I'm living my life. And I'm, like, basically I was, like, telling him, I'm, like, I love it. Like, what do you, what do you have to say? You know, yeah. I love it. I love being a mom. Mm-hmm. Yes, I'm young, but so what? Like, I'm here. She's here. Like, what are you going to do about it now? And he was, like, okay. <laughs> like, you just didn't know what to do. And then he left. And I was, like, okay. It's just so you know? weird because yeah. people want you to, like, feel bad about it. Yeah. But then also at the same time when you, like, you can't really say you regretted having a child either. No, I don't. Which is, like... I don't, though. No, not yeah. even to say for you, but, like, in general, for, like, people that have children younger, like, mm-hmm. they can't be like, oh, I wish I didn't have a child yeah. when I was young. Yeah. Or, so there's, like, that stigma, but then there's also the stigma where you're, like, supposed to kind of regret it as well. Some people say, like, it's human to regret things, which I understand. Like, if you see that it's not a good place in your life, like, sometimes it is easier without a kid. But for me personally, I feel like I needed this you know mm-hmm. especially with like everything that i'm going for context like i just moved my mm-hmm. parents just got divorced literally yeah. like i'm a grown person and yeah. it's happening now like it's so weird dude i'm sorry to speak on the divorce thing like i can relate because yeah. like my parents recently got divorced too and it's so weird to like adjust to divorce parents it when you're already o- old older. like yeah. you're already like i'm 20 like why are you getting divorced now, now. <laughs> yeah, like exactly. you know what i mean you like had our whole lives for this. And, like, i get the whole argument that like you want to keep the family together or whatever but yeah. then like i think me and lydia were talking about this where like you learn a lot about like what love is supposed yeah. to look like yeah. from your in marriage yeah. from yeah. your parents marriage and it's like i feel like i learn more what i don't want than what yeah, i do want exactly i feel the exact uh-huh. same way and i think that also like i know especially for immigrant parents the argument is like or more specifically religious parents even i think like it's you need to keep the family together because god that's what the that's what the excuse i would always hear growing up mm-hmm. like god wants the family to be together like that's what th- this is like our primary institution like we don't want divorce divorce is like 
basically like close to like killing someone as far as like the <laughs> sin radar like yeah. it's just like we don't want divorce and yeah. i think maybe there's might be stigma around like the habasha community because they don't want people talking shit about like their relationship yeah, yeah. but at the end of the day like and even like there do even be excuses of like we don't want our kids to suffer, but it's like your kids are suffering watching you suffer. Exactly, like yeah. kids, and they're getting that now. Yeah. Like my parents I don't know about your parents, but my parents are understanding that now, like, oh like we see the toll that it's it's had on you. Yeah, and like at this point, like, like if growing you stay, up in that yeah. environment. If yeah. you stay married and your parents are like fighting all the time and you as a care consuming that, like that's not a that's positive. Not yeah, yeah. yeah. And you're and only learning that. You know? I, yeah. yeah, and I feel like I understand where my mom was coming from and where my parents were coming from, but at the same time, it's like parenting. Yeah, like parenting doesn't come with a manual, yeah. which is something my mom says all the time, and I fully agree. And like, I'm not like I don't want to like seem like I'm bashing my parents because I yeah. love my parents, yeah. but like obviously there's certain things that I <laughs> as like that I've learned from them that like I'm gonna change the way that I talk to my kid, not yeah. talk to my kids, but like how I yeah how I raise my kids. Mm-hmm. So I think like what I want to ask you guys is what like are you going to be the same or what are you going to change from the way that your parents parented you versus how you're going to bring your kids up because we kind of talked about the idea of like like you guys have kind of more stricter parents my parents Mm -hmm. are not really that strict but I don't know I think I turned out okay so um (laughs) I don't know like what are you guys going to do that's similar versus what are you going to do that's different from how you were raised Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. My parents were definitely like strict in theory, but not in practice. So I think they tried to enforce certain rules, but I feel like if I did cross the line, mm-hmm. I was really lucky that they mostly just had conversations with me. I'm also the last child. Yeah, you're so a baby. Like they and didn't. Your sister and brother are like grown. Yeah. So I think that like, yeah. So if I did get in trouble, like the first layer would be maybe be my siblings, mm-hmm. and they would be like, Lydia, that was really messed up. Yeah. And then they would tell my parents if they really felt like the extent yeah. was that bad. So I'm really lucky that like conversation was really mm-hmm. like was the tool that was used in my house, which I think that really allowed me to rather fear my parents. Be like, I respect them enough to like tell them that this is what's going on, and like now we have like moral differences. So like I'm sorry, like this is where it is now, especially mm-hmm. as an adult child mm-hmm. it's very weird it's very weird yeah. living at home when you're, like you're an adult 21 and you have your own have morals your, yeah. and you have your own values and you have to live under this person's house that you guys don't like yeah. align but yeah i think like that's where i would uh like that's what i take from my parents like i would take that like you're raising a human and that human regardless of how you like train them or want them to be like they're gonna do their own thing yeah so just let there be communication because i mean at like at least i would want to know what's up yeah like at least at the bare least yeah (laughs) um yeah and like also for me and galila we grew up like very similar like house dynamics like you you are the oldest Mm -hmm. i'm the oldest and then we each have like one other sibling so like yeah, what, what do you think about your parenting Um. Okay, styles? so, like, I had a few things. Like, even before I got pregnant, I was thinking, like, oh, if I have kids, like, what do I not want to do? One thing is, like, compare them. Because, like, I'm supposed to be the example to yes. my children, not so-and-so's kid, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not going to be like, oh, so-and-so's getting an A. Why can't you get an A? Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't want them to feel like they are lesser than if they don't, if they don't achieve perfection. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. no nobody's perfect I'm not perfect obviously I haven't had the best grades or I haven't made the best decisions so I'm not gonna bash my children mm-hmm. yeah. if they make mistakes you know and I feel like communication like you said is very very important because I didn't, wasn't raised with communication yeah. it was like we talked with our hands <laughs> and there was yelling like there was yeah. no proper communication like that was something I had to learn by myself with my friends or whatever like mm-hmm. it was something I had to figure out and also like I feel like the whole strict parents mentality only breeds rebels. Like, you're only breeding rebels. It does. We're going to talk about yeah. that <laughs> in a little bit. Yeah. Um, what was I going to say? Oh, yeah, my experience. So, um, I got really lucky that, like, I have a very, very good relationship with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, both of my parents, like, I don't want to say I'm the favorite, but... <laughs> sorry. <laughs> sorry to my brother. Sorry, Effet. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Effet. Love you. Um, I'm just kidding. I'm probably not. I think, actually, I think I'm, like... I think my mom likes, my, I don't know, my, my mom likes my brother probably better, but we were, like, closer, um, and I think once I got out of that, like, re- rebelling and, like, kind of co- talking back phase, um, I think it was kind of, like, when I got out of high school, I just was, like, whatever, like, I don't need to, like, do this to my mom, so, yeah. um, we have a really good relationship, <laughs> um, I feel like I could talk to her about anything, and I kind of do, um, I just, some things I just keep to myself, because I don't want to, like, worry her or anything, 
Um, but I think the one thing that I'm going to avoid doing is oversharing with my kids. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. This could is you get into this? Yeah. 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 Like, I want to know exactly no, what No, me and Dina means. totally related on yeah, this point. So, like, crazy. Like, my mom and I are very, very close. But at the same time, I still think that there should be a line between parent and child. Mm-hmm. And there's certain things where, like, I just, I'm just like, mom, I don't want to know this. Like, don't tell me this because you're like, I'm first of all young. Like even when I was younger, my mom would like just share a lot with me. And it was hard for me because I learned, like, I just knew so much that I probably shouldn't know about mm-hmm. like my parents and like oh, their yeah. relationship. I feel like, yeah, it's mostly yeah. all around the dynamic of Yeah. Parents. Like everything okay, else, yeah. like you could spill tea on everything else, mom, I'm listening. <laughs> yeah. So, like when it's like something that's to do with like, like Your this is my father, like yeah. I don't want to hear this or yeah. like, this is like my like you know what I mean this is your relationship that yeah. I'm seeing in a certain way and then you're telling me other things and uh, it just like it was hard and then at the same time I felt guilty because I'm like I don't want to tell my mom she can't tell me certain things because like what if she has no one else to talk to or like oh, something like that that's so a bad place to be in yeah I felt like yeah and like when k- parents say things like my kids are my only friends and stuff like that like which happens a lot which with- I feel like my mom has said that to me before and I'm like okay first of all you have friends <laughs> she does have friends but like I just I feel like there needs to be a line between parent and child and yeah. sometimes parents forget that their child is like a child. Yeah. For sure. And I think especially if things aren't reconciled. Like I think maybe I could have these conversations with my mom if like this was a situation that she went through a long time ago and like this is what how we've dealt with it. Yeah. It's always like the heat of the moment, like angry, like yeah. this is what happened, Lydia. And it's like I can't know. Like you're my I don't mom know. Yeah. and like I love you and I wanna care for you and that's the issue too is like I think especially with immigrant parents it's hard because marriage in a lot of ways like it wasn't always about love it's also about like survival like they need to come to this country they need a visa like they need a green (laughs) card they want to have a better life for their children but then like one, they they don't have a community. Maybe if they're like their community sucks, or like they're in a white city, or it's very new, or it's very new. Mm-hmm. Two, their marriage is falling apart. So now their kids are their only friend, and their fr- like their kids like they play this part of like a therapist almost. Yeah. Or dealing with like their emotional trauma, and it's like now all this burden is on the kid, and the kid doesn't know how to deal with it. Yeah. And now that kid's gonna carry that with like their friends or like their future relationships. Yeah. And like I don't want to say that arranged marriage never works, but like. Sometimes it's like sometimes it, it sometimes it sometimes it works and sometimes, oh, yeah. sometimes, sometimes people it does. are super yeah. happy but then sometimes, sometimes it's like, like very I was not like my parents weren't in an arranged marriage but like it was basically an arranged marriage like they didn't really know each other right so I mean thankful because I'm here but <laughs> yeah yeah you know I don't but, know my parents yeah. only got married because I was on the way oh you know? really yeah yeah you know sorry mommy and daddy sorry <laughs> <laughs> no but yeah oh like God. She was pregnant with me. She was like six months pregnant and not showing. <laughs> so oh, I think that's wow. where I get it from. But yeah, know. she wasn't showing at all. And so I was born like three months later. But like sometimes like I know I shouldn't feel guilty, but I'm like, oh, if my mom wasn't pregnant, then she wouldn't have gotten married. And then, you know, we wouldn't be in the situation we're in today. Yeah. But then they chose to have another kid. So now like there's nothing on me. OK, yeah. like they chose to continue their marriage and yeah. all of that. But yeah, like I feel like I feel like, yeah, that could that could it can make you feel guilt yeah 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 it can but i had to teach myself not to feel guilty for somebody else's actions one that's what you have you have to teach yourself that as an immigrant child 110 percent. like the way your parents act is not on you in the least in the slightest and if you're being yeah and if you're being yourself and your parents are mad at it that's their responsibility like i know that's their yeah that's their view and i'm sorry like there are certain things that i mean on a not serious note, let's yeah. say, for example, like, my parents are, like, super anti-alcohol. Yeah. And I tell them all the time, like, I'm sorry, like, you can either not show up to my wedding because my wedding's gonna have Hennessy. Like, whatever. <laughs> I say that's a joke, bottles. but, like, there's gonna be bottles at my wedding. Yeah. That's something that's, like, a really, like, I'm not gonna fight for it and, like, spend hours arguing with yeah. my parents over it. Yeah. There's other, like, it, topics that we probably would argue more on it. But it's, like, as an adult... Like, I'm not going to feel guilty for disappointing you anymore. Yeah. Like, yeah. especially on things that, like, don't matter. 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 Like, know. it's mostly oh the God. things that really don't matter. Yeah. There's a, like, there's there's the room for a compromise to a certain extent. Yeah. But it's, like, I, I get what you're saying. Your parents will always, like, I don't know if you guys have heard this from your parents, but I hear this, like, I feed you, I clothe you, I do this, I pay for the rent, I do this. And it's, like, sis, I wasn't, I didn't ever ask to be born. Like, yeah. <laughs> you need to take care of me now. Like, you made, you brought me into the world. Did I ask for this? I didn't ask to be an adult yeah. who has to pay bills. So, like, I understand I, being thankful, though. I'm like, yeah. thankful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Different. yeah. Like, but, but yeah. you shouldn't, I don't think you should, like, 
That's not a brag. Yeah. You should have a duty. You should yeah. brag to your kids about certain things that you do because that's your responsibility when you bring a child into this world. And yeah. that's what I'm saying when I say, like, not everyone should have a child. Yeah. Because yeah. if you're not, like, ready for that, and I get respecting your parents because, yes, your parents gave up a lot for you when they're doing all these things for you. But I think that when it's – when people ask for unconditional respect – towards parents i just think that's bs it is like i don't think like if your parents abusive if your parents like just shitty to you in Mm. general if or like even like respect your elders in general it's like if you're not respecting me why am i respecting you i don't care that you have 20 years on me i just don't care yeah i don't care that's ageism playing in the family that doesn't mean you're right yeah that doesn't mean you're right and like i get the whole respect your parents rhetoric i get it but I don't think that respect should be unconditional because respect is something that's earned. It's not just something that you have. And yes, your parents have earned that respect by like doing all these things for you. But once, like if you have a parent that is neglectful neglectful or abusive, it's like you shouldn't feel bad for not respecting that. And you shouldn't feel bad if you don't want to have a relationship with your parents. Yeah. yeah. Especially know. in cases where I feel like now, like the age we're in and like our situation, like how much do you give to your parents? Like, do you know how many emails I've written for my parents? Do you know how many like things I've done for them like so yeah. they can be here in Canada and like get a job? And like, so it's just like very weird because in a lot of ways, like, especially as you grow an adult and you're like helping out your parents a lot, it's like a kind of getting to a give and take yeah. relationship, but you're still seen as like the lesser part yeah like you're still being treated as like you didn't do anything though because a lot of the time i think as immigrant parents too like the whole like you said like unconditional respect like what's your idea of respect first of all because having a different opinion than you is not considered disrespectful yeah you know but in my home it kind of was you know like if my parents said drinking is wrong and you said actually the bible doesn't say that (laughs) and then they're just like look at <laughs> and then they're just like, um, but we said it's wrong, period. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. okay, then go, go do it then. And you're just like, no, I just, I didn't say I'm going to go do it or whatever. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, my opinion's different yeah. than yours. And that's not an issue. That's not, that's a, not a I'm not thing, disrespecting yeah. you. I yeah. just have a different opinion. Yeah. I'm not out here having a party in your house because that would be disrespectful. Yeah, that's you know? disrespectful, yeah. But I'm just saying, like, in my adult life, if I decide to have a drink or whatever, I'm not disrespecting my parents, yeah. you know? Things like hair, like, yeah, I, oh my god, I remember when I was a teenager, I'd get in so many fights with my dad <laughs> about, like, clothing, hair, makeup, and stuff. Yeah. My mom never cared. <laughs> but my dad, like, he was just always off the walls over what I do with my hair, and I'd be like, who cares? Like, are you serious? You're actually sick if you're upset about something as small as my hair. Yeah. Some parents put their health on the line, literally, about the smallest things. I like know. That. I know. It's like, they're just like I have blood pressure. Why are you just yelling? Like, it's my Why hair, are you though. Yelling? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think I got lucky that, like, in comparison to, like, maybe my white friends, my parents were really strict. But in comparison to the Habesha community, my parents yeah. were pretty, like, chill. Mm-hmm. Like, for the most part. Um, obviously, like, when I was, like, wanted to go to a sleepover, I was like, are you crazy? Like, yeah. there's, not, there's no such thing. Um, I was allowed to have sleepovers at my house, though, which yeah. at least my parents compromised with me on that. And my mom and dad really did, like, try to make me, like, fit in. And, like, they gave me anything I wanted. So I'm, like, forever thankful for that. And mm-hmm. I want to give my parents the world. And I want to, like, obviously do that because I know that they've given up so much for me. But at the same time, it's, like, now that I'm 21 years old, I'm this autonomous being. I have my own opinions. We need to like we need to have more of a conversation than more of like than like you parenting me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like there is obviously still a power dynamic at play, but right now it's like I don't need to be parented anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like I, I maybe I need advice, but like I I'm done. Like I'm okay. Yeah. I'm good. Um, I can go out into the world by myself. Yeah, yeah. but um, I want to have a conversation about, like, strict parents. And, like, <laughs> if you guys think that strict parents equal good children, because I don't yeah. I don't think so necessarily. I don't think so. I became the good kid. I okay. did. Because I was so scared of being in trouble. That was my problem. Like, I, it was out of fear. Yeah, I don't think you should be scared of your parents. Yeah. I think you should have a healthy respect for your parents, yeah. but I don't think you should be scared of them. Yeah. yeah. No, like, I definitely, yeah, I definitely didn't. Because when I was saying, like, how my parents were strict in theory but non-practice, I feel like I never had fear, but I just, like, never wanted to disappoint them. I was like, oh, man, I feel so bad. Like, my mom would cry if I did this. Yeah. (laughs) My mom crying made me cry automatically. That's it. (laughs) Yeah. But I feel like 
they had a tie on me not particularly like I wouldn't actually like bend the rules Mm -hmm. I feel like psychologically like they might have like infiltrated my brain to be like if you do this like this is guilt and there's like serious shame tied around this even though there's it's not a shameful act yeah so do you feel like like do you feel like straight kid mentality is like like actual like I just want to I feel like it's all psychological actually now that I'm saying like thinking about it like I think like your parents are super strict okay fuck you I'm gonna like be rebellious or on the other hand you're like so scared of them like I feel like it's all psychological games of like trying to almost like manipulate you like to like staying in your cage and staying in your place it's very guilt driven too yeah my sister are on both those spectrums Hosanna's more of like rebel the rebel yeah she's like i'm gonna do my own thing because i saw what it did to galila and i'm not trying to be like that and i was more like the oh my god okay i won't take a bus i'll let you drive me everywhere i'll be super sheltered and not know anything for like a long time i feel like i'm kind of like that like i'm not like out of that i'm not like that but i feel like for a long like i feel like i was the good kid Mm -hmm. i don't know i feel like i am the good kid my brother can get away with a lot more than i can Mm because first of all he's younger and also he's a guy yeah he gets he gets he gets away with a lot more than i do i think but he would probably say the opposite anyways um (laughs) thank you next (laughs) next. brother if you're listening shout out um follow me on instagram (laughs) he doesn't follow me he doesn't follow me on social media anyways um but strict parents you're the good girl yeah i'm the good kid i think my my parents were never that strict but um i think like there's also this pressure to like be the good kid because you want to alleviate some some of the stress that your parents are going through yeah so i feel like there is some pressure to like be the good kid and to want to please your parents in hopes of lessening their problems but then i think that can also lead to you burying your feelings and your emotions and wanting to please everyone avoiding confrontation um just to like keep a happy home and i think that that can lead to like adult in adulthood suppressing your emotions and not being able to talk about stuff because yeah you have always been the good kid and you want to keep everything happy and you don't want there to be conflict so you don't want to bring up stuff that is going on with you and you don't want to burden your parents which it can get hard and it can get hard to like unlearn that behavior even as an adult I feel like I still struggle with that Mm -hmm. yeah no there's definitely like psychological theories around this where like parents are either like you know they're just like super they're not like talking to their children what's the word I'm looking for like they're not associated with their children they're just like yeah yeah Yeah. and like you know kids take on the roles of like especially with like sibling context like there'll be a kid that's like the comedian so he's like just trying to distract everyone from the problems Mm. there's like the person that's usually the first kid who like takes on the parenting role because their parents aren't doing it Uh, they want to protect are hello yeah (laughs) are also mothers yeah i've been a mother i've been a mother like look at mavita i'm sorry like our friend mavita she literally has like she has Vita, love you, girly. Yeah, better no, listen. <laughs> um, <laughs> she she like has like some younger siblings, and she's like a mom. And even like the whole like being like the like scapegoat as far as like with your parents like trying to like make the situation like lighthearted. Yeah. That like definitely translates also like when you're older because like a mm-hmm. lot of people like I know I've mentioned it before, guys, in the podcast like emotional illiteracy. Like it took me a long time to like learn how to be vulnerable with people. Yeah, I'm still working on it, and like it's because. You know, when you're younger, you're not, like, trained to, like, be, like, it's okay to cry. Like, I never cry in front of people. I can post a photo of me, you know, with a peace sign crying on my Finsta. (laughs) But I will never, like, fully Mm -hmm. cry in front of someone. And we actually have a conversation with one of our friends who's been on the podcast. Her name's Alexa. And she was saying how, like, when she was younger, she would cry. And her parents would be like, it's okay, Alexa. Like, you can cry, like, as long as you get over it, right? Like, you know, there has to be a point where you get over it. But allow yourself this time. And, like, when you're an immigrant parent or immigrant child, I feel like, it's like, what are you crying? Like, yeah. stop crying. No, stop they, crying. They've been like, through so much, you know? Like, they've been through so much back home. So I feel like at this point, like, anything emotional, they're just like, why? Like, yeah. it doesn't compare to what I went through. So keep it, you know? I know, but at Which the same is not time, good. it's very bad because a lot of immigrant, um, like, people in general, a lot of them come as, like, refugees or fleeing war-torn, like, places yeah. and stuff like that. So you obviously have some form of trauma there. And you yeah. obviously have some type of, like um like a post-traumatic type of thing that you never really talk about and you never really like look at and so I think there's this issue with transgenerational trauma where um immigrant parents or like not just immigrant parents everyone anyone can experience trauma so if you experience something like um abuse or something like that as a child and you never revisit that space to kind of heal from it you're Mm -hmm. going to pass that on to your children 
through the way you're parenting. And I want to read this quote <laughs> because it's really good. Um, it's by Leia Moon. She's like an influencer slash like, anyways, I don't know what she is. But she, she tweeted this <laughs> thing that was, I really liked. And she said, look at me out here. She's She was pregnant, by the way, when she tweeted this. And she said, look at me out here revisiting old spaces to uncover suppressed trauma so that I can heal and transmute these wounds for good. So my kids and my kids' kids don't have to carry these burdens that never belong to them walking straight into the fire with so much courage i've been feeling like i've been purposely sacrificing myself like i'm standing on train tracks waiting to be struck healing these wounds for self of course because i deserve it but overall for my bloodline as a whole far from easy and way more than worth it the power is so clearly felt in the pain these days which i think is so like strong and i think that we all need to do this like we all need to deal with like trauma and different experiences that affect you because you're going like that's going to affect the way that you parent your child mm-hmm. and that's going to affect the way that you speak about your experiences and if you're able to heal you're going to be able to help your child go through stuff too because mm-hmm. at the end of the day we all go through shit that's hard mm-hmm. and that's going to affect us and I think if you neglect to deal with that pain then you're going to pass it on mm-hmm. but um I but want that's to- in- oh sorry um, <laughs> that- Go ahead. <laughs> okay, no, I was actually going to touch on the fact that, like, because you're actually still with, uh, like, your partner. Like, mm-hmm. you're still with the baby's father. Yeah. You guys aren't, like, you know, by wedlock and, like, yeah, under. Yeah. yeah. But that's interesting that you guys still stay together. Yeah. That's, like, was that a conscious decision or was that something, like, you guys were, like, well, we already have a kid or. Well, we were very on and off, too, right? Okay. Because there was a lot we were trying to figure out because, like, you know, like, we're young. Yeah. yeah. And now we have a baby. And it's like, oh my God, like, what do I want to do with my life? What do you want to do with your life? Like, are we meant to be together? Like, is this something that we're supposed to do forever? Like, are mm-hmm. we going to do what our parents did? Like, are we going to, you know, like in my case, for example, like I said, like my parents, it took them 20 years to get, to finally separate, you know? Yeah. So I'm like, am I going to do that? Like, I don't want to be like that. So like I had a lot of soul searching was, was there like, is this the person I want to be with for the rest of my life? Or is this the person that like, I feel very comfortable with co-parenting you know like are we on the same page at least you know so there was a lot of soul searching involved so yeah now we're together but there was a time when we weren't you know Mm -hmm. and like there was a lot of questions a lot of questions yeah yeah and even looking back like it's so funny how some of the points I'll say on the podcast is so hypocritical to what I'm even saying because, <laughs> like, I think a lot of times when you were talking about, like, your baby, you were talking about, like, Gorilla's pregnant. Yeah. But it's like, why don't we ever talk about Gideon just being a dad? Yeah. Like, why? <laughs> like, do you feel like when this happened, like, the onus was on you? Like, do you feel, or not the onus, like, not the blame particularly, but it's, like, it's your child. Yeah, like, do when you feel I was like, pregnant, it yeah. felt like that because, like, I was carrying her, you know what I mean? So, like, whenever they saw Gideon, it was, like, no problem, whatever, you know? Because, yeah. like, nobody knew anything, like, what was going on with him, you know? But, like, the moment someone would see me or, like, if they saw my belly, like, if they knew I was pregnant, you know, then it was, like, automatically on me because I'm the one carrying. I'm the one that's going to give birth. I'm the one that's, like, for sure going to stay with the baby forever. You know what I mean? Gideon's a good guy. <laughs> he, he's there, yeah. you know? He's, he's co-parenting with me. But, like, yeah, I felt a lot of – I did feel shame. Mm -hmm. um being pregnant and everything before but like i have to give it up to my parents and his parents for being like the most supportive people in the world when i thought i would get nothing because like i was like oh my god i've been a good girl my whole life like what's this gonna be like and then they were like i I didn't even tell them i didn't tell them this happen i didn't tell them like i told my aunt and my cousins because my aunt's super chill so i was like okay i can tell her because like it's been four months it was christmas i got pregnant in september i didn't tell her till christmas okay so i'm like yeah so i'm like i'm pregnant and she's like oh my god what are you gonna do like what's gonna like would you have a plan in mind i was like yeah i have four months to think about it like i have a plan I have, like, I had everything down, you know? Like, I was like, I know I'm going to take a year off school to take care of this baby, and then hopefully, like, UCC childcare can, like, take care of my baby while I'm in class, and then I can see her when I'm on breaks or whatever. You know, like, I had this whole plan in mind. I was like, what's her future going to be like? This is what I want to do. These are supposedly the schools I want her to be in, like, type of thing. Oh, my goodness. You really thought about Everything. Like, you mature so quick. 
well, okay, I don't know about other people, but I did. Okay. I matured so fast. It was like I went from like just a university kid, you know, living her life to like I'm gonna be a mom, you know. Mm-hmm. And so like, oh my God. Cra- it was like crazy. I can't even yeah. imagine. I'm sorry. Lydia's literally crying. I'm yeah. gonna cry. So like, <laughs> Salam. She told my other aunts, my uh, my aunts and uncles on my mom's side. Okay. So like, did yeah. you tell her to tell them, or she? No, just no, no, like, no, no. She asked me. She's like, "Can I tell them?" And I was like, "Yeah, I feel more comfortable with you telling them than me." And your so parents didn't know at this point. They didn't know. And then so this is actually yeah. crazy. So she, <laughs> she sat them down separately, and oh, she wow. told them at different times. And then my mom came home, and at this point, my dad wasn't living at home with us. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So like, this was like in the middle of everything. Oh, Honestly, yikes. it was in the middle of like the whole divorce, whatever. So like. Yeah, my dad was living, like, he was living close by, though, so we saw him every day, you know? Um, so, like, yeah, so he wasn't living at home, so I saw my mom first. And my mom comes home, she doesn't say nothing. Like, she acts like everything's normal. I'm like, Mommy, did they tell you? She's like, yeah, but I already knew. I'm like, what do you mean you already knew? She's like, your boobs grew. Like, they don't grow, like, that fast, like, after you're, like, 19, like that. That's ah, I was like, are you kidding me? So my mom was 100% beside me, and so was my dad, you know? And his parents was 100% beside me too like it's so funny like (laughs) we're actually all family like it's crazy like I didn't I didn't expect it to go as smoothly and as well as it has Mm. and I am so thankful for that because I'm like honestly like you don't understand how much support young parents need and not just young parents like people in the middle of things or like even unmarried parents like Mm-hmm. Or, like, right now, me and Gideon aren't married, right? So I'm considered a single parent because, like, I don't live with him or anything, right? So, like, that in itself, it's so important to have that support. Like, my dad is always like, do you need anything? Like, I'll buy her food. Don't worry. Like, he'll take care of her just so I can take a shower, you know? Because, like, real, real talk, you don't get to shower as much as you want to. It just doesn't <laughs> that's happen. That's crazy. And that's what know? I think about, like, when I think Raising about stories. So yeah. yeah. No, yeah. that's what I think about, like, when people who are immigrant like women yeah. like come to this country and like for example my mom i don't know how old she was when she came to canada mm-hmm. but like when she came to canada she was in montreal and there was a time where my dad was in london mm-hmm. so like she's alone with children she's young like, she definitely was like in her working. early 20s yeah. working it's like imagine doing all that in a country that you don't even speak the language yeah. and there's like that narrative happens all the yeah. time no yeah. i have this i have this mentality where i just think my parents are stronger than me because the things that they've had to do that yeah. I'm like, I could literally never. Like, yeah, I, could I could never. never. I would have a mental breakdown. I would have a mental breakdown. I would cry. Like, imagine getting thrust into this new country where you don't know the language. You left your entire family. Yeah. You're with this person that you barely know. In yeah. my mom's case. She was like, my parents, I don't know how old my dad is. It's still a mystery for everyone. <laughs> I, mean, um, I don't know what my dad is either. But my, I know what my mom is. He's been 63 for the past 10 years. <laughs> Like I think my dad's hitting retirement allegedly <laughs> on his uh, on his I'm on his papers, but like I have no idea. But my mom, <laughs> my mom came to Canada. Oh, she was 19 years old, oh, which wow. is like crazy to yeah. think that you're that you were young, younger than me, like, like so yeah. young. And she didn't have me till she was like 26, but still, like being in this place where you're working two jobs, a manual labor job as a freaking dishwasher, trying to finish Eng- like trying to do ESL, trying to. Um, finish your high school so to go to college to get a job to raise these kids like that's literally like that's what she did like her I feel like my parents entire life's lives were poured into me mm-hmm. and my brother yeah and raising us and sending money back home for their family like yeah that's what it that's is what that's, it what, it is. Is. that's, that's, what, that's what their life is it, like especially how like I don't I don't want to speak for all immigrants but like how bunch of people when they come to this country they're coming to this country to work and send money back home to their family it's not yeah. just for themselves anymore. yeah they're, yeah they like, need you're to not just supporting your family you're supporting families yeah yeah no because I was like my mom she has so many jobs now she's in a position where she like has like three jobs and I'm like dude you realize like it's literally just me like <laughs> my siblings are don't live with us anymore yeah. so I'm like we don't even need to be living like we live in a whole house but like we could just live like in a condo or like yeah. an apartment even and she's like no Lydia like you don't get it like I need to send home like all this money like yeah. this person's asking for money this person's asking for money and it's like like when do you get a break like when do you get money sent to you yeah. it's like, cause like when you come to Canada people back home have this idea that like you're rich yeah. yeah and especially when you go back home people want like 
things. They yeah, want gifts. They, they want money, and it's like and they will voice that. And yeah, the yeah. They will. Voice. they're like they're like they're like um I want an iPhone X. Uh, can you bring me an iPhone X? I'm like nigga, no. I don't have an iPhone X by myself. <laughs> no. Like yeah. like I haven't even gotten that for myself. You think I'm gonna spend a thousand on you? Can you buy me a laptop? Can you buy me a camera? Blah blah blah. And it's like okay, like they do it. Yeah, they literally just, do it. That's the thing. That's the flex. They people like, yeah. think that just like we're balling out here, and it's like sis, it's hard. Yeah, I can't even get a job. Like you know. Yeah. So I've expressed a couple of times. I was like, man, like I don't know if having a kid mm-hmm. is my cards because yeah. if anybody knows me, like I've done so many childcare jobs, like oh, really? so many. I didn't know that and part. And time and time again, mm-hmm. I am so bad with kids. Like mm-hmm. every time I do it, I'm like, I leave. I'm like, this was a mistake. I shouldn't have gotten this job. Mm-hmm. I'm terrible with children, and it's not even the thing where I'm like trying to flex. Like, yeah, like fuck wifey. I'm bad with kids. It's yeah. like I actually am bad with kids. <laughs> like I actually can't hang out with a kid if they're like seven down like in younger. Really? oh yeah yeah, yeah. Like, i love just, that like, very age hard i love that age like it's just like, hard for me to like i guess like relate or like communicate, communicate. Yeah. like it's very i know like, like what are you bringing to the table let's have a conversation <laughs> i don't care if it's about door the explorer let's have a conversation like i <laughs> i don't like kids when they can't talk like stop crying well like, even let's when they talk can... about dora we can have an in-depth conversation about peppa pig let's go i don't care <laughs> like, I don't like kids when they can talk yeah no and even like i've recently gone contact with like a lot of my younger cousins mm-hmm. and it's giving me anxiety because i've never hung out with them yeah and it's this really weird thing where i'm like oh my god like i have younger cousins and i like have to hang out with you like they came on christmas and i was like i don't know what i'm doing yeah. so oh my god, they were so cute though they were really cute <laughs> but you're so small you could skydive oh, oh, a man. <laughs> Boom, roasted. yeah my one cousin he wants to be a rapper <laughs> <laughs> but um what i was follow your say, dreams Follow your dreams, Raid. <laughs> but um, yeah. So what I was gonna say is like, when I say that, people are like, "Oh, but when you become a mom, like, you'll figure it out." Sometimes it is different when you become a parent. Okay. Sometimes people do like. I feel like there's a different understanding with you and your own kid. That's for sure. Okay. But some people, it's just it's not a thing. Like, which is easy to understand. Like some people just like. Are not going to be parents, or don't want to be parents, are not meant to be parents. You know, mm-hmm. like exactly. and that's like even some people might be great parents, but they don't want to be parents. Let them. It's their life. Just get a dog. It's their life. You know. Like it's their life. Like just do mm-hmm. your thing. Do what's right for you. Because I can't tell you what's right for you. I don't even know what's right for me. <laughs> you know, that's like I'm saying. still trying to figure myself out. Like mm-hmm. I'll do that and like let you live your life. You know. So, like, if you don't want to have kids, then don't have kids. Yeah, know? no, I know exactly. Because it's just, like, so weird. Because I was, like, having this conversation with uh, my sister. And yeah. I was saying, like, yeah, like, I'm just, like, so bad with kids. And, like, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, everyone just wants me to have a kid. But it's, like, why would I risk that trial? Like, yeah. why would I risk, yeah. like, being, like, well, everyone's telling me I'll just, like, figure it out. Yeah, that's <laughs> I have easy. a kid. So, like, it's I guess I'll just figure it out. Yeah. But it's so hard. Like, I can't handle having, like, hands, like talking to a kid for my shift. That yeah. was, like, probably, like, 7 to 3. Um, so doing that full time, yeah. I mean, of course, different context is my kid. Yeah. <laughs> but still. Yeah. Because, um, like, yeah. honestly, like, it's not just for you, too. Like, at the end of the day, you'd have to think about the kid. You know yeah. what I mean? And if, like, a parent is not fully equipped to be a parent or, like, even, like, mentally just, like, understanding, like, the whole, like, I can't even talk to kids type of thing. How's your kid going to react? My mom doesn't even know how to talk to me, you know? Like, it's different, like, especially from the kid's perspective. Like, they need a parent who's, who understands what they need, Mm -hmm. you know? And is equipped to take care of them and be there for them. So it makes sense, you know? Yeah. And Mm -hmm. some people, like, they change when they get older, you know? Like, they end up being 35 and they're just like, no, I think now I'm ready. Like, I was never ready, but now I am. And some people never get to that place. Which is also okay, you know? Yeah. Do so you I feel like, do you think that uh, talking in that baby voice is, like, necessary? <laughs> I don't talk in a baby voice. Like, it's not necessary, right? I, I know. Feel like so I weird. talk to I her feel like, like she's grown. Normal. Like, I get looks, but I talk to her like she's grown. Like, if she's going in the wrong direction, I'm like, no, baby. No. Don't put that in but your mouth. But why would you? Choke. Like, I don't like, know the, the rationale behind, like, hey, like, you It's know, just because like, they're cute. It. So yeah. you know, like, how you talk to a dog? It's kind of like, oh, puppy, oh, baby. It's like that. Mm. It's like that. Like the same, like gushy, gushy type of feel. So I think that's why people are like that. But you need to understand, like, babies, especially in their first year, are geniuses. And they... Dude, babies are geniuses. They absorb everything. So if you're talking to them like this, they're not developing, like, 
Mm-hmm. Like, I know. Completely. Oh my god. In that first year, I mean, like when they I was were in kindergarten, but no. Yeah, when I was in kindergarten, there was a kid that like could not talk, and I'm yeah. like, this is not normal. The amount of kids. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Even when I was a kid, I was like trying to talk to him, and he'd be like, oh, like he would just like talk in baby voice, and I'd be like, like something is not okay. <laughs> like yeah. yeah, some kids develop a little later too. But yeah. Like <laughs> no, no, no diss that no. kid. Yeah. But. yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> but like sometimes it is the parents' fault. Mm-hmm. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes, sometimes because they're not speaking to their baby they're like gushing and you there's like you're also a parent like you need to teach your child like your child is learning from you talk to them don't gush only you know yeah i also think like this is something i've thought about so many times because i think about friends all the time right Mm -hmm. guys so um (laughs) i think that friends that are like um the type of people who are like i'm the victim like oh everybody's coming out for me like i feel like parents breed those types of children oh, by like babying them being like it's not your fault it's not your fault you know i feel like i'm so like i never victimize myself i mean sometimes i put the blame on myself yeah. mm-hmm. because my parents always put the blame on me it's easy and that's wrong <laughs> and that's wrong and yeah. it's all respect yeah. but like i don't know i've seen so many like people get ba- like babied yeah. and they become like the over dependent like, type of person it okay. always bothers me um like- yeah <laughs> We gotta like wrap up a little <laughs> bit. Dina's like, been waiting for us to stop talking. No, no, no. Like Sorry, a it's little a fun bit subject. soon. I know it's such a fun. All the subjects that are like really, really relatable are just so fun to talk to talk about. Cause like <laughs> everyone, we all got here somehow. We all got parents. Just you know? like you know, some of them are not like around or whatever. But um, I want to talk about hitting your kids. Cause Ooh. I feel like this. Whenever we talk about parenting, the conversation around hitting your kids comes up and being like, "Are you gonna hit your kids?" Which I think is so weird that like people want to have this conversation so badly. Like, I know. like this is the biggest thing about parenting. But we had this conversation in my high school class once. Isn't that weird? That's really actually weird. Inappropriate. Uh, no. Inappropriate. Anyways, CPS don't listen to this. But <laughs> I did get hit as a child. <laughs> <laughs> my mom, my mom did, like kidding. my parents. My parents never, still like, believe in talking. <laughs> my parents never like hit me that much. Like it was just kind of like. I don't know. But then it also, like, when you do that to your children, like, they start to fear you. And yeah. I don't think, like, you should fear your parents. Like yeah. I said earlier, like, I don't think you should, like, when your parents come near you, you shouldn't start flinching. Like, you know what I mean? Hurt <laughs> me, yeah. please. So, like, did I you guys just both think beat? that. I did. Okay. <laughs> can we not say beat? Like, I'm sorry. That <laughs> oh, sounds sorry. so aggressive. Sorry. No, yeah. there was. <laughs> um, no, like, I got, like, I mean, my mom, if my mom listens, she's going to be like, I never hit you. Um, she didn't, My mom didn't really hit me. It was kind of like a wooden spoon, like. You know, but I was more like <laughs> my dad, I guess. And my dad didn't really hit. I don't know. We got hit a little bit, though. But I just think, like, for me personally, I don't think I'm going to hit my children. I just, I'm not going to hit my children. I just think that, like, if your child is old enough that you can use reason with them, then talk to them about what they did. And you can use stuff like grounding, because I'm sorry, getting grounded is worse. Like, mm. I hate, I could and not get grounded. That didn't work for me. No, I, I, it worked for me. And I think that if your child is not old enough to use reason, then they're not going to understand why you're hitting them. Mm-hmm. And they're not going to understand, like, that, like, you know what I mean? So I just, I just... I don't like the hitting thing, and I'm probably not going to hit my kids. (laughs) Yeah. I try not to, like, I mean, for me, because I never got hit, I never, like, talk about it because I feel like, you know, like, if you don't have that experience, then how can you say it's wrong type of thing? Um, But I think that, yeah, like, I definitely co-sign, like, if you can have a conversation with someone, that's better. Mm -hmm. Because in relation to, I don't know, let's say, um, I hear guys say this all the time. If a guy's with his girlfriend, some guy, some other guy slaps his girl's ass, he's going to beat her up. He was going to beat him up, sorry. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. he disrespected his girlfriend. And it's like, I get your rationale behind that, mm-hmm. but that guy doesn't understand why mm-hmm. he's getting his ass beat. He just, like, knows that he shouldn't do that again. So I feel like when you understand things and you have knowledge, that helps you make better choices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, like, your, your parents are like hitting you just because they want to hit you they're hitting you because they're like are like this is bad like we care about you and we want you to be mad they're mad but they want you to do better a place of anger they want you to do (laughs) period yeah they want you to do better so like if you want to see real results then like talk to me about it yeah like i get like if your kid is like say like they're not supposed to eat candy and they go to reach for the candy and you're like you know and give them a little like smack on the hand or something like that's okay but i don't think you should like be hitting your kids like what like they're bruising like no yeah that's no, just like no, no, no. i just don't think you should do that you know because i feel like at the end of the day like if you're getting to that point it's a parenting problem and not yeah. your kid being a problem yeah you know like yeah you need to exercise self-control as a parent mm-hmm. never hit your kid like it, i don't i don't want to hit my kids but i, I probably think at some point like it might happen 
mm-hmm. like being honest with myself, it probably will happen at some point. But I don't want to be that parent who result who resorts to hitting to discipline mm-hmm. because my parents were. I love you guys, okay? But um, my parents were very discipline now talk later you know yeah and like a lot of the time I had no idea why I was being disciplined like I had no idea like if I was practicing piano and I had to use like the bathroom no <laughs> no that's a yeah. no you know like I get in trouble for that she's like no you need to sit for the whole hour and practice I'm like why I gotta use the bathroom like it's like two minutes like you yeah. know and she's like no like no I and know. I get and I wouldn't understand why you know that was the problem I'm I sorry this is just triggering me like <laughs> you know when you would, your parents would say no to something or do something and you're like why and they're like because I said so yeah I'm like bruh like please like let's have a conversation let's foster this communication you tell me why it's wrong it's not just like I'm your parent I said so yeah because like, like why like i want to know and when you don't do that then you don't foster good communication with your child so that's so true yeah yeah that's what i'm gonna do i think communication is the key the key takeaway from this the key takeaway from like every podcast i think it's conversation conversation (laughs) and communication you need to love communication love it like even today (laughs) like i was like (laughs) <laughs> like Lydia got mad at me for something. She wasn't even mad at me. She just like said something, and I was like, "Oh my god!" Like I'm sorry. Like I was like, "I'm gonna do better next time." I'm sorry. This was a lack of communication. <laughs> and she was like, "It's okay." And I was like, "I love a communicative relationship. Like this yeah. is how I found your callings, guys." And also yeah. like, yeah, and also like, I feel like non-communicative parents do breed like non-communicative like children. children. Yeah, like, exactly. Guys, now or they learn the hard way. Like and what? Yeah. I think like also your parents and your like family like family is the main area where you get socialized and where you learn what's right, what's wrong, yeah. what behavior is okay to exhibit and what behavior is not. And if you're not able to have communication then that leads to um being ab- unable to communicate and lacking emotional literacy mm-hmm. which fucks you up for life so shout out to my parents for fucking me no i'm just kidding i'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. my parents didn't really fuck me up but um you know they were they were part of it yeah <laughs> Dead. Just well, kidding, mom. I love do we have enough time or can i ask her yeah ask, oh, okay. ask her anything you want. yeah because like it's actually really interesting again with our friend alexa i feel like i'm mentioning her so much it's but okay. i alexa. have shout out to you alexa but I'll I have meet you to, one day. Yeah, no, because her sister had a baby. Okay. And we were talking, we were actually at her house, like, before um, her sister was going to give birth. Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, it's so crazy, like, how interesting it is that, like, my sister's giving birth to this baby. And it's, like, a blessing, like, she's having a child. Mm-hmm. But also, like, willingly knowing that this kid will go through trauma. And, like, how to, like, you can't do anything about that yeah. because everybody goes through trauma. And, like, there's an, only so much another human can do. Yeah. Like, parents are humans. But... How do you deal with that? Like, how do you, like, does that make you feel... Scared. Scared? Like, sometimes I think, like, do my pa- did my parents think, like, when they had me, that, like, I would go through, like, I would fail them? Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, all these thoughts of, like, you're a human, you're probably going to do X, Y, Z, yeah. because, obviously. I think as a parent, it's very important to kind of prepare yourself for my child is not always going to reach my expectations. My child is not perfect as I am not perfect, you know? So I'm going to be the best example that I can be to my child. Mm-hmm. And hopefully it goes well from there. But if ever there's a time, and there will be, you know, if there are times when they they fall short or they do something so stupid or they just disappoint you, you know, or like something happens to them and they need me, I'm still going to be there for them. Because at the end of the day, whether they do something or not, I'm the parent. And it's my job to advise my child. And not mm-hmm. from a place of anger. I feel like that's very, very important. That parents don't come at your kids in a place of anger. Because mm-hmm. then you're just talking at them. You're not talking with them. It's not, like you said, fostering proper communication. You know? Like, if I'm just talking at you, you're not getting anything out of it. You just see me angry. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. For sure. And, like, when I saw my parents angry with me, I almost, like, muted them out. Mm-hmm. I had no idea what they I'm were like, saying. I just... Yeah. Just, I just see this. I still do that now. Yeah. Sometimes my mom will be talking like, okay. okay. Yeah. Like you just, okay. You know? You done? <laughs> you're still mad at me? Honestly. Okay. Like I said sorry. See you later. Like, you're still mad. You know? Yeah. <laughs> I know. That's the thing with parents. You will say sorry, but it does not mean anything. They yeah. just want you to feel no. bad. I, I think they just want you to make you feel I bad. Think also, what, what I really did lack as a child, which my mom does to me now, 
is your parents apologizing to you. Yeah. I feel like sometimes parents feel like they can't acknowledge that they were wrong yeah. because they're supposed to be this all-knowing being and, like, it's like you're, you're, you're my parent, like, you know yeah. what I mean? But sometimes it's like if you mess up or whatever, like, you need to apologize to your children yeah. Yeah. because you're making it you're making you're fostering children that don't understand what apology like what apologizing is supposed to be like and like you need to have that sort of respect for your kids I think is what people kind of forget because they're like oh you're my kid like I Mm -hmm. had you like I did all this for you and it's like you need to respect your kids you need to apologize to your children I think not apologizing to your children is toxic yeah Yeah. well do you feel like the this like I feel like parents I think there should be a high standard for who should be a parent like Mm -hmm. parents in general Mm -hmm. but do you feel like the standard is like too high in some ways like do you feel like sometimes we put the onus on parents to be like these flawless human beings like I know when you're a kid like you know you talk about your parents some people describe their dad as like superheroes and like what's that definition of superhero to that kid like it might include someone who's like is perfect makes Mm -hmm. no mistakes yeah and then so when they do fail which they will fail Mm -hmm. (laughs) the it hurts like way more yeah yeah I think you just realize your parents are humans when you grow up yeah yeah but I think it's also important for parents to like teach their children that they too make mistakes Mm -hmm. from when they're a young age you know yeah I think so So too I don't want my kid to ever think I'm perfect because I am far from perfect you know yeah so like I want her to know like mom makes mistakes too but that's okay I respect her more because she can like own up to it Mm -hmm. yeah you know and I think that's important like my parents are also apologizing to me Mm-hmm. you know as of recently as of as recently, of recently yeah. yeah my mom like yeah the other too. day guys this is the first time this has ever happened <laughs> my mom and i like we will always not argue but i'll be like this is like this is how it is she's like no dina it's like this and i'm like okay mm-hmm. and then the other day she's like dina like you're actually right and mm-hmm. i was like what mm-hmm. she's like yeah i was wrong and i was like oh i've God. never <laughs> okay heard no i've never heard that before <laughs> i was literally in shambles i was in shambulation i was in shock i was like <laughs> you just said I'm right? Like, okay. And I was like, okay, cool. Like, I'm not used to this feeling. <laughs> but I was Feels feeling good. lit. Yeah. I was feeling litty. Like, that's was, nice. Yeah. So I think I think that's really important yeah. to um, not even just parents. Like, think about it in the context of, like, um, professors. Yeah, I was going to say like, teachers. Our, yeah, yeah, like, our teachers and professors. How, like, um, shout out to our professor, Nicole Edwards. Love you, girl. Um <laughs> Me and Lydia love her class, and she said something yesterday in class where she, I think either someone asked her a question or, like, she just addressed something, and she's like, I actually don't know the answer to that, but I can, like, look into it. And then she's like, I'm not scared as a professor to say that I don't know this because it just shows that I'm human and, like, I'm not perfect and I'm not all-knowing. And even as a professor, I don't have to be. Even though I have my PhD in this subject, I don't have to be all-knowing about it. And so I think as parents, like... You never went to parenting. Well, maybe some people like read like mm. parenting books, but like you never were trained for this. It's just something that you have to learn from what you know from your parents, and then kind of adapting it to what you think is right. Yeah. Mm. And I personally cannot wait to be a, a parent because Gina I has baby fever. <laughs> it's not even baby fever, honestly. I just can't wait to be a parent because I can't wait to raise someone, and like, although they will disappoint me probably. Yeah at some point like I can't wait to like raise a like raise a boy like I want a boy so badly just so I can raise him with certain ideals and certain like practices and things yeah. like that and I can't wait to raise a girl like I want I want anyways not about me but I want three <laughs> kids anyways um I can't wait to just like I feel like I'm gonna be a really good mom because yeah. I just I know what I can do for my children and I can't wait to do that for someone so that's all the time we have for today <laughs> ladies we really went off on this podcast yeah. and I hope you guys enjoy this episode because I really enjoyed like talking about it, filming it, recording, even like the, you know, research process. Yeah. Because we do research, guys. We don't we just do. talk. We do. We do research. We don't just come on the mic <laughs> and talk nonsense. Yeah, we do I research. Know. That's I why. I saw your notes. I was like, ooh, like there was some research yeah. put into this. There definitely. was some research. A lot of our sources are tweets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but- <laughs> our tweets because we keep up with the brand of being retweeted yeah. honestly tweets are so educational yeah. that's but gonna be a whole other episode don't even worry about yeah. it yeah. but um but also we always yeah. get a really great source so thank you so much Leela for thank like you. being the parent because we were like you. how fitting would it be to actually have a parent on the parenting podcast <laughs> so it's not just a bunch of children yeah I'm talking shit about my parents also um I was my parents listen to this um I love you I wasn't I love my parents so much I love my parents I don't want it to seem that I was just like complaining about my childhood I'm just speaking on my experience yeah Yeah. um I also did grow up with like I had like a really like I was lucky that 
um, my parents were able to like provi- provide me with so many oh, things and, and shout out um, to non-biological parents that like are really taking out for like I'm talking like siblings that take on the parenting role I'm talking teachers who take on the parenting role I'm talking like youth pastors who take on the parenting yeah. role like you adoptive guys, parents yeah yeah, yeah yeah like you guys are amazing mm-hmm. and you guys are doing such great things yeah when you're a child like those are the people that mold you and yeah. you need those yeah. people in your life um, so, yeah, thank you guys so much for listening. Please remember to follow us, like the episode, comment, and then if you want to shout on the next podcast, we will do that if you leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, we want to read out some funny ones, so make sure you yeah, guys, guys get them creative. But we did really like the, um, the good, allyship, yeah. like, constructive, um, like, kind comments. Yeah, thank you guys so much. Like, honestly, it really means the world when people say nice things. We love you, girlies. We love you guys. <laughs> um... <laughs> Also, like, engage with us more on SoundCloud. Please. Like, leave a like, comment. Like, we're actually begging. We're actually like, begging. We're begging. Like, like just leave a comment. Sing. It's actually fun. <laughs> and, okay, funniest comment gets a shout-out as well. Yeah. Like, yeah. Funniest okay, review so or funniest do- comment or, like, whatever. Or if you're just wilding out or if you... I don't know. We'll give you. We'll give you a shout. Okay. Also, I don't know if you guys like think we're gonna judge you or something. Like, I don't know. Dina gets beer DMs, but I want DMs about the podcast. Like, slide in my DMs. Thank you guys. Like, podcast. I love. Like, me and Lydia love talking about it. Like, it's not like you're ever like bothering us. Like, we're like. Also, it's not like it's an embarrassing <laughs> for you to like ask a question or feel like you want to discuss something. Like, and if if you are embarrassed or like not embarrassed, but you don't want to like actually talk to us, <laughs> I mean that's so relatable. <laughs> I get it. Go on yeah. our Tumblr, please. And just leave a question and follow it and, you know, all that. Yeah. Anyways. All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.